Attack life, not others, with Tim Hoover and Steve Mittman. Before I get into the story, Steve, I want to tell you about something that I think is really important to bring up in the time that we're going through. And our Dr. Bernie talks about the moment in time, that everybody has the moment in time. And as I'm growing older, I'm seeing it you know, as I go back in life. Time flies by, and before you know it, it's gone. And you're somewhere, and you say to yourself, how did I get here? And I think we're all suffering with time and our place. Time and place, the two most important things in life. You know, where we are in time and where we are in our place can create happiness. And if we're at the wrong place, at the wrong time, and it collides, it can be misery for all of us. And I think because of the pandemic and because of so many things that have erupted in all our lives over the past year and a half, a lot of us are not comfortable in the place we're in or definitely not comfortable in the time we're in. And I think everybody will agree with that throughout the whole world. We're not happy with our time. Our time is confusing. And a lot of us are shifting places. As you know, people are moving from state to state, trying to find another place to live where they can find happiness and settle down and feel protected. It's all about fear. And it's all about protecting family and space and time. And let me tell you, in the last six weeks or so, I have been confronted so many times by people who are angry, upset. Mostly, I've been able to shrug my shoulders and just continue to move on. But the other day, it happened, and I almost got drawn into a place where I would have lost control of my time and the control of my place I was at, meaning that I would probably have been the one behind bars. And my time would have been no longer my time, but jail time. And it was in a second or two of thought process that I was able to somehow just back down, get my ego under control, and walk across the side of the street and get on the sidewalks with my daughter. Tell me what happened. Well, we were going to my grandson's swim meet, and I was all excited because it was state championships, and it was crowded, and we couldn't find a place to park. And you know, we ended up parking on the side road a couple blocks away, happened to pass this individual's house who had beware of dog signs out and the dog was chained, running back and forth right to the edge of the man's property to the point where the grass was rutted into dirt. Didn't look like he had a lot of water. It was a hot day. So anyway, the dog was on a leash tight, but pretty much, you know, looking at us and barking just constantly. My daughter and I were on the road walking down the road several feet away from the curb which abutted his his property and in a split second as we're walking by this man's property uh that screen door flew open and he comes running out the guy was about maybe five nine five ten two hundred ten pounds uh shirtless and he is basically taking on the same actions of the dog he seemed to be on a leash because he did not extend past the curb onto the road, but his arms, and he was animated and intense. And you can imagine every word that came out of his mouth was not a good one. And again, my 40-year-old daughter was about 10 feet ahead of me on the road, walking directly to the gate to get into the, the swim meet. And he completely goes and harasses both of us. And uh, what I found myself was to get into protect mode. And with my background in the martial arts and also the detective agency, I know well. Uh, what my rights are, what I can and cannot do. But it all seemed to just stop because here was my 40-year-old daughter. And in my mind, she was still my four-year-old daughter. 
and the stuff he was saying at her were just literally attacks. And so I was drawn into his hate to the point where it got real close. And um, in a matter of a couple seconds, I realized that if I stepped onto this man's property, I was legally in danger, trespassing, number one. Number two, if I would have stepped onto this man's property, which was maybe three feet away, and gone into a fight, now I would have been in jail and I would have had also a civil suit lodged against me. And so realizing place and time that I did not want to lose, it all came to a head. And a lot of things could have happened. And eventually we called the police. The bottom line is, is that if I would have just a little bit more, an inch or two, I could have gone the wrong way real quick. And I think that there is a point where we all have to stop and realize that a lot of us, even people we know, are losing our time and our place and are extremely unhappy. And when we lose our time and place, we lose control. Loss of control leads to fear and high anxiety. And when you have a population like that, you're going to have more encounters, especially the kind that I had the other day. Guess what I'm saying is be aware, be cool, stay cool, and quickly try to assess the situation that you don't have to be the warrior that day. If it would have came down to saving my life and he would have crossed the curb onto the road, went after me or my daughter in a physical way, it would have been a different story. But in a split second, I could have lost the day just because my ego got in the way. We have to be able to assess the situation within seconds. You know, when you're looking at the news and everything else, it's a lot of hate and a lot of fear. And all this is a product, I believe, of a lot of the last year and year and a half that we've encountered. We have to consider that. I would agree. So I just wanted to, yeah, I just wanted to let, you know, everybody know again, our, our show is about the experiences that we live and the things that we go through. And my experience may help somebody else. In any altercation or assault situation, there are three fights. It's not just one fight. The first fight is internal. It's in your mind. And you aced it. I mean, you accomplished it. It takes two to tango, as they say. And he wanted to instigate. He was looking for a fight. And if you didn't conquer your mind and take control of the situation, you easily could have gone down that road. That's number one, the internal fight, what to do. Oftentimes people get physical just because they actually, it sounds counterintuitive, but it's not because they're confident. It's because they are fearful and they don't know what to do. So they're left with very few options. So it turns physical. Somebody takes a swing, etc. Fight number two is the physical. Okay, that's the physical. You would have that. That's not a problem. So physically, that would have uh, not ended very well for him. The problem is there's a fight three, and that's in the court of law. So you could ace number two, where you subdued him, the threat was gone, but then even if you were in the right of way with a self-defense situation, there goes your time, there goes your space. Even if you were cleared in court, there goes legal fees, there goes more time in court, etc., so it never got to phase two or three because you aced number one, and that's control of your mind, the internal struggle, that fight. And you went through, as you say, A to Z in your mind within just a, a few seconds. Correct. And, you know, the thing about it is, is that 
We did call this in as a non-emergency. Police officer got there about 25 minutes later, and I waited for him at the um, at the swim meet in the front gate. Had a nice talk with him. The bottom line, after I told him the story, he says, "I'm going to go see and listen to his side of the story." So remember, there's always two sides of the story, no matter what you think, and no matter how bad it is in your face at the time. You got to realize that the law is going to look at the two sides of the story. And again, if I would have stepped on that guy's property, it would have only been one-sided. The proof would have been in his hands. But the ability, I think, in the martial arts, and the more I train and the more I realize that I still have a long way to go, is all the fight is internal. And it's the way you think, the way you carry yourself, the control, the breath, allows you the ability to assess the situation and think, does it really matter? Is it life and death? And you got to be able to have that black line, that boundary, and know your time and your place well, and how to act within it. Yeah. It's funny to say this because you were my mentor. You were my martial arts instructor. But I can say I'm proud of you because going back to the NLP, the Neuro Linguistic Programming episode that we did recently about your operating system, you only got that way because you put the time in and you've had past experiences where you were tested and you pushed yourself to be tested. And that's why you came out on top in this situation, like others in the past. Well, thanks, Steve. But life happens. And a lot of times things happen, as we know, when you don't expect them to happen. And we talked about Eddie in the past and how losing Eddie changed so many of our lives. And I felt that way the other day. I was drawn into this man's hate and things could have changed for the worse real quick. You know, we all have our trigger points, whether it's hate, violence, um, addiction, you know, whatever that drives us into that particular part of life. I can never stress the importance of everybody realizing that we're not here alone. And I have a prayer that I'd like to share with everybody that I say every morning, as you mentioned last week, about hitting that reset button. Mm -hmm. It's one thing to hit that reset button by yourself. But I, I reset that button by asking for help. And my prayer is this. I ask God to give me the right thoughts to think. I ask God to give me the right words to speak, the right choices to make, and the right actions to take. And I live on that. And I pray for that assistance, that it's there when I need it. Thank God it was, because it was there. And I wasn't. But something moved me back, something moved me away, so I could have another day. It sounds like it's repetitious, but it's not. The right thoughts to think. Give me the right words to speak, the right choices to make, and the right actions to take. It's so important that everybody realizes that Again, we're not here alone. Thank you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. Subscribe to our podcast. And for more on our way of life through the martial arts, go to hooverkarate.com. This has been a Steve Mittman social media creation. Steve Mittman, social media.com.